It's Wednesday, April 29th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. So we knew the economy wasn't doing well, but a new report out today shows us just how bad it really is. We'll dive into what GDP is all about and why it matters that it's down. Then a new poll says a lot of Americans are worried that COVID-19 will disrupt this year's presidential election. And finally, the recent shakeup of the film industry has the Oscars changing its ways. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by H&R Block. With many ways to file, H&R Block is always available to help. Okay. The COVID-19 pandemic is a rapidly changing story with lots of moving parts, and we're going to help you sort out what exactly you need to know, starting with the three big developments of the day. This morning, we got some big, not great news regarding the state of the U.S. economy. The country's gross domestic product shrank by nearly 5% in the first quarter of 2020. So what exactly does that mean? The gross domestic product, or GDP, is a major indicator of how healthy our economy is. It measures the value of everyone's economic output within the same time frame. Think the value of a farmer's crops or your eight-hour barista shift. It also measures things like government spending and exports. The Commerce Department tracks changes to the GDP every quarter or every three months. And this estimated contraction of almost 5% is the steepest drop since the Great Recession over 10 years ago. It's also another sign that we're probably in for another recession. Not only that, today's figure only tells us about January through the end of March. Most of the economy didn't start to feel the effects of COVID-19 until the middle of March. So today's report is just the tip of the iceberg. We'll get a much clearer picture of how much the economy is hurting from COVID-19 in July when the Commerce Department releases its quarter two figures. But economists say if the lockdown continues, they already know what's coming. You can expect more people to lose their jobs and more of your favorite local businesses to declare bankruptcy. Those kinds of trends will probably just make the debate over how to reopen the economy during a public health crisis even more intense. Earlier this month, we hosted a live online presentation called Recession Skimmed. We explain what recessions are, why they're a big deal, and how you can be prepared for when one comes up. You can find it at theskim.com slash recessions. We've also linked to it in our show notes. Our second developing story today is about the 2020 presidential election. A new poll out today from the Pew Research Center found that two-thirds of Americans say they think COVID-19 is going to disrupt the upcoming vote in November. Given the fact that experts say there could be a second outbreak in the fall, that's a pretty fair assumption. But there is one way a majority of Americans say we can fix it. Voting by mail. Some states are already trying it. Ohio just held its primary election mostly by mail. But getting every state set up to do this by November is complicated. For a few reasons. A lot of state laws in place right now require voters to have an excuse to vote by mail, like living abroad or serving in the military. So those laws would have to change. Another hurdle is that making sure every voter has the option to mail in their ballot would require a lot of money and resources. One estimate said that that could cost $2 billion, which would be tricky to pull off in a matter of months. But voting by mail isn't a new concept. Progressive groups have pushed for it for years as a way to make it easier to vote. 
but many Republicans, including the president, say they're worried that it could be an invitation for voter fraud. Now, COVID-19 has changed the debate. You might remember when Wisconsin went ahead with its primary despite the governor's stay-at-home orders, leading some voters to have to venture out to the polls in person, risking their health and safety. But some states are already starting to make changes. Last week, Kentucky said it will allow all residents to vote by mail in its June primary. And yesterday, Los Angeles County said that it will automatically send all registered voters ballots by mail for the presidential election. For a long time, voting by mail has been a hot-button issue. But now, it seems like a lot of Americans are starting to get on the same page. That means even if local legislators have pushed back against the idea in recent years, your state or even local government could start making its voting system more convenient. And the Oscar goes to our third story of the day. We all know how COVID-19 has totally changed our entertainment habits. Well, now it's changed award shows too. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences says that because of COVID-19, it's changing the rules for how films can qualify for next year's Oscars. Usually, movies can only get nominated for an Oscar if they were released in theaters in Los Angeles County for at least seven consecutive days. Yep, they had to have been shown in LA for a week just to be considered. But of course, most of the country's movie theaters aren't open right now. So for next year's Oscars, movies can qualify even if they're just streamed online. The trick is filmmakers had to have at least planned to release their film in theaters beforehand. If and when stay-at-home orders are lifted and it's safe for moviegoers to fill up seats again, the Academy says it'll flip back to the original requirements. So keep in mind, these new rules only last as long as lockdowns do. Still, this is a pretty big change, in part because of last year's big Oscar drama, when some people in the film industry were upset that streaming services like Netflix were allowed to compete in the Oscar big leagues. In fact, the only reason Netflix's Roma was able to snag its Best Picture nomination was because it also had a limited theatrical release. The Academy has been pretty strict about making sure movie makers keep physical theaters in the mix. But COVID-19 is changing the game. And as movie theaters stay closed, streaming is becoming the new norm now more than ever. The Academy says, for now at least, it's getting on board. Like we said, there's a lot happening. To keep up to date with the latest news about COVID-19, head over to theskim.com slash COVID updates. The tax deadline has been extended to July 15th this year. So you have more time to organize your documents and file your return, if you need it. If, on the other hand, you think you have a refund coming this year, why wait? The IRS is still processing returns, and H&R Block tax pros are available year-round to get you every credit and deduction you deserve. When you're ready to tackle your taxes, Block is ready to help. Safely drop off your documents at an office or work with a tax pro from the comfort of your home. Visit hrblock.com skim today to get started. Okay, we're pressing pause on the latest developing stories to talk about parks and recreation. It's been just over five years since the NBC show ended its run. The show scored a ton of award nominations and a Golden Globe win for Amy Poehler for Best Actress, aka the beloved Leslie Nope. And big news, you beautiful tropical fish, Leslie and crew will be back for one night only tomorrow for a special Parks and Rec reunion episode intended to help raise funds for COVID-19 efforts. Putting out fresh TV in the age of COVID is already a tall order, 
Since the pandemic began, you may have noticed a lot of TV shows are getting creative with how to put out more content while keeping cast and crew safe. Late night comedies from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah to Jimmy Kimmel Live are all figuring out ways to film segments from the safety of their homes and put them out to audiences. Even Saturday Night Live managed to pull off a historic remotely filmed episode hosted by Tom Hanks in his kitchen. The reunited Parks and Rec crew is going to try the same thing. Co-creator Michael Schur reached out to a handful of writers of the show, and they were able to write a script in under three days. Then they sent cast members iPhone recording kits and explained how to use them over Zoom. The entire episode was shot in four days. Talk about TV magic. The special airs on NBC tomorrow night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. No matter your situation, sometimes you just need to press pause. And every week, we send out an email with some of our favorite things to help you take a break. To sign up, head on over to theskim.com slash press pause. And that's all for Skim This. Remember, we want to hear your shout outs. Maybe it's a message for a friend working on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic or a loved one who you can't physically meet up with right now. Give us a call at 646-461-6370 and leave us a voicemail. For more updates throughout the day and over the weekend, follow us on Instagram at The Skim.